Well, good afternoon. So good to see y'all today, even in the cold and the rain. God is good. Father, we do thank you for today. We thank you for the chance to come before you, to hear from you today, to gather together as a body, just to lift up the name of Jesus, to come under that banner, to come under that truth. So God, I I speak even up front, God, I just speak your deliverance power today. I speak your release over us today. I thank you for your freedom that you have come to set us free in this place today. So I thank you for that power now. Thank you for your word in Jesus' name. Amen. So I wanted to just kind of state up front You know how some families will go through and we call it like the, the, like the rug family. So everyone, you don't really talk about anything. You just kind of sweep it under the rug. Nothing to see here. Okay. So that would be like one example. Okay. And then like another example is you talk about everything, you throw everything out, you dish everything out, but you actually talk about the issues and get them resolved. Right. So those are kind of like the two examples. So We've decided we're going to be the one that actually talks about things and resolves it, even if it's complicated, even if it's messy, even if it's uncomfortable sometimes and hard. We're going to have those types of conversations. Uh, You probably noticed that over the past few weeks. But uh, today I was praying into, okay, what's this next thing that God wants to kind of lead us through? What's this next place he wants us to go through? freedom, etc. And I feel like there's this particular issue that the enemy has been trying to use against the body for a while. And so we're going to talk about that today. We're going to expose it, shine a light on it, and push back on that darkness. So right up front, I'm just going to acknowledge that greater is he who is in us than he that's in the world. There's nothing higher than the name of Jesus. There's nothing stronger than the blood of Jesus. And we refuse to live in fear from the enemy. So with that being said today, have you ever found yourselves where you felt like there was something dark or heavy that was trying to just press down on you? Or that like all the courage or energy was just getting sucked out of you, or that the enemy's trying to remind you of something that's maybe happened in the past, or even current circumstances that may be bad, and you feel like, well, the future can't be any good at all. Well, then you have come face to face with one of the enemy's tactics and strategies where he is trying to get us to be resisted and bound. But we're pushing back today and pushing back on heaviness. So what is heaviness? When I say that word, I'm sure that we all have some idea or some emotion that that word brings for us personally. Maybe it's something from when we were a little kid that happened to us. Maybe it's some nagging thing that just won't seem to leave us alone. Or maybe it's even something currently that you might be battling up against. So we're going to look at scripture. We're going to see what exactly is this that we're dealing with. So let's start with Isaiah 61, 1 through 3. Now, I love this particular passage as part of like our mission at Freedom House, but it does expose this heaviness. So Starting at verse one, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. 
He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. Someone say, amen for freedom. (laughs) To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort those who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. So we see right there in verse three, heaviness is actually a spirit. Heaviness is a demonic entity that is sent from Satan to oppress and afflict people. Why is that important to understand? I think many times in our day and age, we like to think of things pretty concrete, pretty earthly. We like to think maybe even in scientific terms. But just as there are earthly components, we can't ignore the fact that we are, first of all, spiritual beings here in an earthly body on the earth. I'm sure it probably makes people feel more comfortable to just talk about things like that, or even when we're dealing with like mental issues, to only look at things in terms of, well, that's just a chemical imbalance or bad genes or environmental circumstances. But we can't choose to ignore the fact that the Bible does speak plainly that there are supernatural forces that are operating in the earth. There are angels and demons They're just as real as you and I are, and they still fight and play a role over what happens here in the earth. Now, the enemy is always trying to steal, kill, and destroy, and it's very easy to see his handiwork in the earth. And he would love nothing more than for us as believers to say, well, he isn't real, or that's just something from Bible times. He doesn't do those types of things anymore. He doesn't go around harassing or or oppressing people in the earth today while he goes around harassing and oppressing people. That's why we're talking about this. Heaviness is not a feeling or emotion. Heaviness is a spirit that tries to manipulate and trigger our feelings and emotions. How does it do that? Sometimes you can actually feel this in the air. You can actually feel this in an atmosphere. Have you ever walked into like a building or even like a room or driven through an area of town? It's almost like you can feel this like, whoa, what is that? You've uh, probably detected where this presence of heaviness has been allowed to reside and take up residence in that area. But one of the main things that we're going to talk about where we can see this actually manifest is in our thoughts. This is where it all begins. Now, it might come in through many different areas, like when we go through loss or disappointment, abuse, trauma, uh, maybe an extended season where it seems like everything starts to not go the way we want it or things aren't very good. And then it's right there, like whispering, waiting for, it's almost like it sets us up Like, I'm going to cause this bad thing to happen just so I can come and whisper things like, it's never going to get any better. You may as well just stop right now. Don't get back up again. Don't exercise your faith. You'll never get a better job. Things like that. Anything to reinforce 
and redirect our thinking into this vicious cycle. It stirs up our emotions and begins to slowly sap the energy out of us if we let it. It starts to press down on our minds. If we don't call it out and push it back, that spirit of heaviness will continue to push and squeeze and try to get the courage to come right out of us and steal our faith. That spirit will try to get us to continually fix our mind on the bad circumstances, how bad it makes us feel, how we're justified in feeling bad, and how you should just keep feeling bad. It's pretty bad. Just keep feeling bad. But that leads me to my second point. What is heaviness purpose? We know at the end of the day, the ultimate purpose of every demonic entity is the same, to steal, kill, and destroy. But it's how it goes about doing this, how it goes about afflicting people, that is the key. Heaviness wants to weigh us down. If you think about it, if people are constantly walking around feeling heavy, feeling like they are burdened with all this extra things, then we're not walking in the fullness of freedom. Heaviness wants us to take on and carry around these burdens so that we're exhausted. It wants to flat wear us out. People don't feel like doing the things they've been called to do because we're tired. We're worn out. We start to lose our zeal for life. But we know that Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. So we have to ask ourselves, have we been permitting the spirit of heaviness to rob us of our abundant life by choosing to focus and meditate on the wrong things. Heaviness wants to steal the courage out of us and will if we let it. We know that the Bible says the righteous are as bold as a lion and God specifically instructs us to take courage, to have courage. So it makes sense that the enemy would try to come in and take something that God is trying to give us. If we're bound in discouragement... We won't step out and accomplish the plans that God has for us to help other people because we'll be too fixated on our own issues and what's wrong with ourselves. Additionally, we know the righteous may fall seven times, but they get back up again. That's the difference. God, through his Holy Spirit and his promises in scripture, are trying to put courage into us while the enemy and his demonic spirits like heaviness and lies wants to suck the courage out of us. Heaviness wants to distract us from what God's doing. It wants us to put all our focus and attention on the past or things in the present that we view as bad. It wants us to think we've messed up too much, that we've gone too far. We've missed God's call. It's all over and just quit. But if we read and meditate on scripture, We know that God's always working. We know that nothing is impossible for our God. And we know his arm is not too short to save. Think about it. If God can take Joseph from the depths of prison to the most powerful person in Egypt besides Pharaoh in a single day, God can turn anything in our lives around. God can resurrect any dream. God can finish any calling and he can redeem any situation for his glory. Heaviness wants to keep us from praising God and releasing thankfulness. We know from Isaiah 61, three, there is a trade God's trying to facilitate for every person who's willing. The spirit of heaviness 
for the garment of praise. See, heaviness, the spirit, knows what the secret weapon is for believers. It knows that our praise is a weapon. It knows that the garment of praise is our shield that will repel him and keep him out of our lives. That's why he tries so hard to get us not to lift up our voices, not to offer praise, not to think of the blessings of God, but only focus on the negative. But we're not ignorant of the devil's schemes. We know what the weapons of our warfare are, but we must wield them. I believe heaviness can affect not just individuals, but groups of people like a church. So how could you tell if heaviness is trying to impact and take over and influence a church? You'll find people won't be praising and worshiping God. That's one of the most obvious things. If you walk in and the worship's going and everyone's just standing there, that's a pretty good sign. Like, oh man, nothing's, nothing's going on up in there. People won't be serving or wanting to be involved. Heaviness in the church might even look like people not even coming to church because they can't pull themselves out of bed because they feel so heavy and discouraged. It may look like no one operating in their gifts because someone has tried to stop them and snuff that out in the past. It might look like people who have given up on their hopes and dreams. They don't have hope for tomorrow. It may look like people not praying with any faith because maybe in their mind, God hasn't answered how I think he should in the past. So what's the point of praying this time? But we know what the scripture says. We have to face this and we have to fight this. We cannot just sit back and let heaviness or any of our circumstances dictate to us how we live our lives for God. If Paul and Silas can be beaten, wrongfully imprisoned, and thrown in shackles into a deep dungeon and still manage to have enough joy and hope to have a praise party, I believe we can, in the midst of whatever we're facing, have enough in us to praise God. We can and must choose to praise God, reject heaviness, and break out of that prison and walk in freedom. Now, the last thing the spirit of heaviness wants to get us to do ultimately is to agree with the enemy and his plans instead of God and God's plans for our lives. The enemy knows from the beginning he can really only have free reign and authority on the earth if he gets man's agreement and authority. We know God has a will and purpose for man that is good and blessed, and the enemy has a plan and purpose that is evil and cursed. But mankind has to come into agreement with one of these plans for it to begin to manifest. We get into this with verbal agreements, what we say, what we agree with, the power of our words. What are we allowing to have rule in our lives? Once we begin speaking out loud and using our words, we'll begin to start to see things shift and change in that direction. So let's look at the most important piece of this today. How do we fight back against the spirit of heaviness? The first thing we have to do in any battle is we have to correctly identify the enemy. If you don't know who the enemy is, it can be hard to know where to focus your time, 
where to focus your energy and which specific weapons would be the most effective. We have to discern the spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you, am I dealing with a spirit of heaviness? Now, it'll probably be pretty easy to tell, but always go to God first and get his wisdom and guidance before rushing off into war, just like David. The Holy Spirit can reveal to you personally and through other people who operate strongly in discerning of spirits if that's what you're dealing with. Next, you have to take authority over that spirit in Jesus' name. There is no higher name in all creation than the name of Jesus, and every knee must bow, including those under the earth. That means every demonic spirit, including heaviness, must ultimately bow its knee at the name of Jesus. Next, you have to declare the word of God over yourself, just like Jesus did when he was fighting with Satan in the wilderness. The word of God is the sword. It is written. That's the weapon. Now, look, heaviness can look like discouragement. Heaviness could refer to being oppressed by fear or doubt. So whenever you start to feel overwhelmed by thoughts of fear, worry, and doubt, now you're starting to pick up, okay, something's not right. Something's trying to push me this direction. That's when you have to take up the sword and declare something like 2 Timothy 1.7. For God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Or the eternal truth from Joshua 1.9. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Speak those scriptures that deal with joy and hope, like Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. And Nehemiah 8.10, do not sorrow for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Joy is one of the fruit of the spirit. That means you already have it to some measure. Let the spirit cultivate it in you and then choose to tap into that, to abide in that joy and start to regain your strength. Release and activate your faith by declaring the praises of our God. Now, I will say, there is no harder time to praise God than when you're in the midst of a battle, when everything seems dark and hopeless, when you feel completely surrounded and weak or tired. But that is the most important time to open up your mouth and praise him. There's no greater sign and demonstration of faith than to choose to praise God when you don't feel like it, when it doesn't look good, when you have no earthly reason to, but we still have to choose to make our body submit to the spirit and release the praise to the king who is always worthy. We have to put on the garment of praise. I love what the new spirit-filled life Bible says about this garment in Isaiah 61 verse 3. It says, the glorious garment of praise shows praise as more than a piece of clothing casually thrown over your shoulder. It literally teaches us to wrap or cover ourselves with that garment to leave no openings 
through which hostile elements can penetrate. This garment of praise repels and replaces the heavy spirit. This special message of instruction and hope is for those oppressed by fear or doubt to put on this garment. A warm coat from our closet only resists the cold wind when it's put on. That's important. When distressed, be dressed with praise. Now, I will say something practical that we might need to do is we might need to go on a heaviness or negativity fast. We might need to actually go through our life and find where are there things coming into me? Where am I allowing things to speak into me that might be actually pulling me down, that might be weighing on me? So, you know, you may have to cut out watching the news for a while. I mean, how many times do you turn that on and it's like, oh man, everyone's getting murdered. Everything's bad. Oh man, it's going to happen to me. See, sometimes you just have to cut that out. We have to watch what we are allowing to speak into us. We have to fill our minds with those things that are full of hope, full of joy, and they're centered on God and his promises. We may need to just start playing worship music 24-7 in our homes and just find ourselves agreeing with it, singing with it, and declaring and coming into agreement with that, especially when we don't feel like it. Now, this next one I feel is very important also. Get around other believers to help you stay focused on God and encouraged with the truth. You will recognize quickly that you're not alone. We're not alone. We're not the only ones that have to go through this. We all go through similar trials and tests. All of us have to learn how to fight that good fight of faith. All of us have to discern when we're under attack and learn how to gird up the loins of our mind and push back the darkness until we see victory. But we can help each other. Scripture says one can put a thousand to flight, but two can put 10,000 to flight. We can pick each other up when we're feeling down. We can speak encouragement and truth right into one another. I love Proverbs twelve twenty five in the Passion Translation. It shows us the importance of this very thing. It says, anxious fear brings depression, but a life-giving word of encouragement can do wonders to restore joy to the heart. We can lift each other's arms up when we're getting tired. We can have each other's back and protect each other from those counterattacks or those sneak attacks from the enemy. We need each other. There are no Lone Ranger Christians in the army of God. And the ones who refuse to stay connected to the body are sadly the ones who make the easiest targets for the enemy to have a field day with. Oftentimes, I think we can have moments of relief, actually, when we get around other spirit-filled people or like in an environment. It may be like a momentary like oh, it feels so much better. But I think sometimes we may come into the door, put on a garment and then feel good. And then when we leave, just leave it here though. Or we might try to, you know, get underneath someone else's garment and be like, here, like you praise for me and I'll just kind of ride along with you or ride on your coattails. But we have to choose to put on this garment for ourselves every day, especially when no one else is around. That's when we can develop a sustainable atmosphere of praise that we take with us wherever we go. 
But we have to choose to lay down that heaviness first. We have to be honest with ourselves today. Why do we feel heavy? If we do, why? Why do we even make people around us feel heavy? Are we constantly pulling other people down to our level? Or are we looking for ways to push people up? You may know someone like this, or you might be, you might be someone like this, where something is always wrong. Nothing is ever good enough. Life is always bad, and the other shoe's always about to drop. Look, I don't know what you may be going through right now, but I do know that God is good. I know that he is faithful. I know that he died to give you eternal life. I know he came to give you abundant life. I know he is working all things together for your good. I know that you have a hope in a future. I know you have every reason to be optimistic and put your trust in the one true God who loves you. He has rescued you. He has redeemed you. He has more angels than demons and he has more power and authority in a single word than the enemy could ever have. We have to choose to remove heaviness, cast it off and choose to put on that garment of praise. Sometimes we actually try to wear both. Sometimes we try to not get rid of that heaviness, but put on that garment of praise and It just doesn't work like that. You can't mask it. You have to choose to deal with that heaviness first and replace it with praise. So I'll say this. Don't live in isolation. Live in community. Don't try and wrestle the enemy's lies in the darkness by yourself. Bring them out into the open and into the light. Let's help each other to resist the enemy and watch him flee. Let's expose the darkness with the light and continue on living in the truth. And let's never settle for less than the freedom Jesus paid for us to walk in. One of my favorite things that Jesus talked about was in Matthew 11, verse 28 through 30. Jesus said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am gentle and meek, humble and lowly in heart, and you will find rest, relief, and ease, and refreshment, and recreation, and blessed quiet for your souls. For my yoke is wholesome, useful, good, not harsh, hard, sharp, or pressing, but comfortable, gracious, and pleasant. And my burden is light and easy to be borne. He knew what we would face and go through in this life since he faced and went through those same things himself. But Jesus also provides the solution. He wants us to bring all that heaviness, all those burdens, every care we have and trade them for what is easy and light. Trade the stress and mental anguish for peace and rest that only comes through him. All of us absolutely must meditate and renew our minds with the truth. We talked about this several weeks ago, but it can't be overstated. We have to meditate and train our minds to know and believe in the truth of God's word. Now, some of us may need some deliverance today. I know that might not be a popular thing to to say, but it's true. Sometimes we have agreed and partnered with a spirit like heaviness to the point 
or we've actually invited him to set up shop in our mind, will, and emotions, and he needs to be evicted. I think sometimes we like to think that heaviness is part of our personality, like, well, that's just who I am. But we have to be clear. Heaviness is not a personality. It might try to take over your personality, but it's not who you are. God says who you are. God has the final say over your life. God says you are forgiven and free. God says that you are redeemed and restored. God says you have a confident hope in him. His yoke is easy and his burdens light. If we find we cannot or will not operate in the freedom that is offered by Jesus, we may need to ask ourselves, what spirit are we allowing to influence and operate in our lives? We cannot tolerate the spirit of heaviness and we must cast that spirit out. Heaviness is a spirit. It has an agenda to weigh us down, discourage us and distract us from God and our calling. But we have the authority in Jesus' name that we can deal with that spirit. We can cast it out. We can renew our minds with the truth and help set other people free as well. So if you've been struggling with heaviness, we wanna pray with you today. We wanna speak some truth and life into you today. Don't carry around heaviness that Jesus never intended you to. Leave it at the altar and let him replace it with what is easy and light. And I'll just say, don't allow the enemy to steal your praise. Your praise is your breakthrough. So choose to break through today. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you have come to set us free. God, we praise you in this place today. We praise you for your goodness. We praise you for your kindness and your mercy. God, I thank you for your deliverance today in the house. I thank you for ministering deliverance to us even right now. I thank you for making our spirits light. God, we choose to cast off every heaviness, every weight that has been tangling us up, anything that's been tripping us up or holding us down or depressing our thoughts or keeping us focused on things that are not of you. God, we choose to fix our eyes on you. You are our source. You are the light. You are our salvation. You are our freedom, God. So we put our trust and hope in you. We thank you for what you're doing, even though we can't see it. We just declare by an act of faith that we have faith in you, that your hope and your future for us is good. You are working things out for our good. So we thank you for those good things. We thank you for the next thing you have for us, for this next season, that you are going with us, that you are going before us, God, that you are making those crooked places straight before us, that you are taking out the enemy, God, as we praise, God, just as Jehoshaphat sent out the praisers first, God. We send out our praises before you. We send out our praises first. God, we praise and lift up the name of Jesus. And we command every spirit of heaviness to bow its knee. We command every spirit to be removed right now from this place. We command that spirit to be broken. You have no power or authority here in the name of Jesus. We declare freedom. We declare freedom. We declare freedom in the name of Jesus. We praise the name of the Lord, our God, who is like our God, who is mighty to save. We praise you, Father. We praise you. We praise you. Uh, We thank you. We thank you.
Yeah, let's just praise him just for a minute. Let's just praise him. Let's just praise him. Let's just give him, let's give him a high praise today. He's worthy of all honor. He's worthy of all glory. He's worthy of all the praise. You are worthy, oh God. You are worthy, oh God. You are worthy, oh God. We praise you, God. We praise you, God. We praise you. We worship you, Father. We worship you, Father. We worship you, Father. Worship you, God. Worship you, God. God, I thank you for reigniting hopes and dreams today in this place. God, I thank you that you are stirring things up. You are resurrecting some things today in this place, some hopes and dreams, those things that enemy tried to say that are dead, but they're from you. And the enemy cannot kill that, God. We thank you that the enemy has no, no hold in us today. God, we declare that our future is bright. Our future is bright. The best days are still ahead of us. Oh, we love you. Oh, we love you. We love you, Father. Thank you for loving us first, God. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for making a way. Thank you for making a way. Just say that. Just declare that. Just thank, thank you for making a way. That's right. He's making a way. He's making a way. He's making a way. God, give us spiritual eyes to see what you're doing. Let us see by the Spirit what you are doing in our midst. Let us hear by the Spirit those things that you are doing, that you are working out, God. Give us faith for the day. Give us light to light our steps today. God, help us to set other people free. Help us to set other people free. God, help us to go and help other people remove that heaviness off of them. God, let us speak words of life. Let us speak encouragement. Let us speak light. Let us be light in the darkness, God. Let us be the people who will lift people up, who will raise people up, who will point people to you. God, I just speak release. I speak release. I speak release over every mind. God, I speak healing to our emotions. I speak healing to our personalities, God. I speak healing. I speak wholeness. I speak peace. God, I break every lie of the enemy that has whispered that we are not good enough, that this is as good as it gets, that we will not fulfill the call of God on our lives. I break that and I speak the truth. God is the... Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. He will have the final say. What he has started, he will finish. God, I thank you for the strength. I thank you for the fortitude. I thank you for the mental toughness, God. Help us to recognize the schemes of the enemy quickly and to push it back. We do not accept those lies. We reject those lies. We resist the enemy and he must flee. Yes, God, heal our, heal our minds, heal our emotions, God. Conform us into your image today, God. God, show us those places where the enemy has 
been able to get through a lie, God. And I just pray right now, even speak, speak that truth into each and every heart, into each and every spirit, God. Speak that truth. God, I pray even just like a physical lightness, a physical lightness, God, that, that people would just feel that heaviness just lift off of them, just lift off of them right now. Thank you, God. Children of light. God, I pray that you would stir up the prophetic in this place. I pray that you would make us a prophetic people, God, that don't live by sight, but we live by faith, that we hear you clearly, that your voice would be more clear, that you would refine and fine tune our spiritual ears to perceive what the spirit is saying above all else, God, that we will quickly recognize the voice of the Lord, that we will be quick to obey the voice of the Lord, that we'll be quick to release what the Lord is saying to us to set other people free, God. So I just, I just pray for the the spirit of the prophetic to be strong in this place, that to that be raised up to a higher measure, that there will be a higher anointing, God, of your prophetic as you speak to your people, God. That's part of what the prophetic does, God, is to encourage, is to bring consolation, God, to, to your people, to build them up, to build them up, to strengthen them, God. So I just speak strength to your people today. I speak encouragement over your people today. I speak consolation over your people today. Your God is greater. Your God is higher. Your God is over all. He is sovereign over all. God, thank you for putting your words on our lips to send, to send your word out, God, in fire with power. Uh, we just declare this is, this is a house that's going to speak your words. That's going to speak your words of fire to a generation. That's going to speak your words of fire, God. That's going to shine a light. That is not going to tolerate darkness, but is going to expose those things of wickedness and replace them with the light. We are going to see the kingdom come. We are going to see the, con- the kingdom be manifest here as it is in heaven. We shift the atmosphere. We do not accept the status quo, but we shift the atmosphere. We shift those things. We call those things as not as if they are right now by the spirit of the living God. God, I pray for families today. God, I speak for families. I speak peace over these homes. I speak peace, God, where there's been turmoil and conflict, or there's been heaviness or depression, God, in any way that's been weighing down or, or weighing down um, mentally and even financially, God. God, I just, I just pray your peace, your supernatural peace right now would just consume, consume every single part of our families. God, I just speak restoration between family members. I speak healing and relationships God, let there be no heaviness in our relationships with one another. Let our relationships be easy. Let our relationships flow by the Spirit. Let our relationships edify and build up one another, God, in our homes, with our friends. Hmm. 
God, I thank you that, that you are going to move in such a powerful way in our midst that, that people will see you in us. God, that people will literally feel light when they're around us. And that what is that? I have to have that, God. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for doing that in our midst today. And thank you for doing it from this day forward, God, that we will carry your light, that we will carry your truth, that we carry your spirit of heaviness, breaking anointing with us as we go. So God, we thank you for doing that in our midst today. Thank you for setting us free. And thank you for empowering us to continue to walk out in freedom from this day forward. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.